Shalom and welcome. I'm Chelsea, certified mermaid, diver, and science communicator. And I'm Blake, scuba dive master, freediving instructor, and also a science communicator. <laughs> We've created the Save the Mermaids podcast to connect ocean lovers from across the seven seas who have a desire to protect our waters and learn to live in sync with nature. Save the mermaids, save the seas. Let's dive in. And now for this week's happy environmental news. So, you know, we did, it was so difficult to research this because we just had to go on Instagram and go to only one. Only one? <laughs> it takes two seconds. Yeah. I just love them. Same. Um, they're just like everything about their social media platform, all their social media platforms, the ways you can get involved, mm-hmm. um, whether that be donating monthly or whether that be signing petitions, like being a change maker is really cool yeah and I really appreciate their attention to every the umbrella is huge with them they're not just focusing on one specific thing they like all the good news is so random feeling almost yeah they're paying attention yeah it's all environmental but it can be in North America it can be in Australia it can Mm -hmm. be in Antarctica you don't know it's good news I feel like all three of those countries were mentioned like this week (laughs) I think so (laughs) right (laughs) Oh, well, this one is near and dear to my heart because, you know, you girls from Kansas. Uh, so the U.S. is restoring more bison to herds on tribal lands. So that's really special because yeah. in, on a lot of different tribal lands, they do have uh, bison herds. But um, I would honestly say the majority of the bison that you're going to be seeing are going to be for food, right? Mm-hmm. On large ranches that are usually owned by, you know, a single person or a family or maybe by a corporation kind of thing. Um, but so $25 million will be used to produce new herds, transfer more bison to tribal lands and forge new management agreements with tribes. So all of this money is going to be allocated towards bringing new baby buffalo maybe bring in a new, it's really important in terms of the genetic diversity as well on each specific uh, tribal land too. And it's cool that they're working with the tribes. Yeah. This is a very co-friendly decision. It's not just like, hey, we're going to give you some money. We don't know what's going to happen. Or they're not just like, hey, we need buffalo. Could somebody please, for the love of God, send us more buffalo? Right. Or the government's not like, we're just going to do this. Exactly. It's the people who live there are going to be more involved with the conservation which is already their heritage anyways right so it's just empowering that heritage of the specific buffalo conservation yay oh that is good news you gotta love a cute little buffalo i do love a cute buffalo i love them (laughs) so hard hard right turn yeah or left turn (laughs) speaking of hard turn um it is april showers (laughs) (laughs) Nothing to do with Buffalo. No, it's like the exact opposite the of Buffalo. The exact opposite of Kansas. We are talking about all the little microscopic organisms that could potentially live in just a drop of water. In the everywhere. In the everywhere. And this is our last one for the month. It is. I'm kind of sad. Right? Too. They turned out really cool. I learned so much. I did too. This month, mm-hmm. especially the water bears that I did. Because like I always heard they were cool. And I remember when they went big mm-hmm. a while ago, but I just forgot that they can like be thrown into space and still be okay and still be okay <laughs> it's great like i feel like they are some of the craziest the microscopic ones have been some of the weirdest animals so weird or so like far. the sea fleet just you describing it it's such a weird body oh i know such and then a like weird body all the alcohol in- <laughs> <laughs> so many drunk bugs <laughs> like apparently that's just humans 
solve all is to just throw alcohol in the water and hope for the best like get rid of mermaids yeah like study tiny things that's true mermaids love beer and and fleas love beer I like to think they gave the fleas like whiskey like I do too I just imagine again I want that shirt with like him holding a glass with his one arm like a glass of scotch you know (laughs) stirring it a little I love that yeah we should make shirts definitely all right if you're listening and you want a shirt shout out hit us up in the comments (laughs) oh so what are we talking about today (laughs) so last up on our May showers is the didinium didinium a didinium i have no clue what that is it's small it's it's a genus of unicellular ciliate okay so um there are 10 known species all of which are carnivores Mm -hmm. found in brackish water but three marine species are known as well um they look like an oval with two rings of uh like cilia like an egg with um hair hair yeah like two rings of hair this is weird right (laughs) it almost looks the first one looks like an atomic bomb cloud you know like a mushroom cloud Uh uh-huh with hair yeah or like like the top of a monk's head but then it just turns into a like a ball yeah yeah they're weird they also have if you'll notice they have a cone-shaped mouth on one end okay um, they eat mainly paramecium, which is another ciliate, but all I know about that is what Peter Pan calls Rufio in Hook. Is when ciliate? he's like something, 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 you're a paramecium head. Oh <laughs> I don't know, but that's literally the only time I've ever heard this word. I've never heard that word. So thank you, Hook, I guess, for teaching me kind of what a paramecium was. Oh, um, so they are tiny. They are 50 to 150 micromillimeters long. Wow. I know. And they use those bands of cilia, those two like hair circles, uh-huh. um, to move in a circular motion around its axis. So it's like if the earth had just like two bands of hair spinning it around. What? Oh, so they're not like swimming forward. No, they're spinning. They're spinning. Yeah. Where are these guys located? Um, brackish water. Okay, so but some in salt water. I've probably swallowed a few then. Oh, dang, you and I are full of these. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> these and sea spiders. Oh, just, no. just wretched with them. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, think about this a lot now, especially mermaiding mm-hmm. and like taking underwater photos without a mask on in mm-hmm. the ocean. Like, I got to have so many things crawling into my eyes. Yeah. It's gross. I probably should stop. It's more like the more you know. <laughs> Because I thought that too, when we we did a photo shoot last week, underwater, no masks, no fins, mouth, you know, still closed, but I'm sure water gets in there. I was choking by the end of the dive. Water up the nose. Yeah. I know. So sleep well tonight. (laughs) (laughs) They're just spinning around in circles. Spinning in circles using their weird hair circle. Uh, so the mouth, the cone-shaped mouth is in the front. And like I said, um, it does look like a cone. And the whole thing looks like an open-ended balloon, I guess, with like a monk hair ring. Would you agree? You just I agree. It's it yeah. just like the top of it has that weird mushroom thingy. Yeah. It's like an egg. It's like somebody took the cap of a mushroom, shoved an egg underneath it, and then had a funnel under that. Like a, yeah. like a mouth under that with two rings of hair yeah. that spins in circles. Spinning around in your eyes. God was high. 
Wait, he made this one. Yeah, all of the micro creatures. Very high. They just seem like cosmic jokes. I think it was. It's got, like, really, though. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Something interesting about these guys, though, is they are ferocious hunters. So it eats paramecium, like I said. And when a didinium finds a paramecium, it It ejects poison darts called trichosists that have attachment lines. Oh no! So it shoots the paramecium and drags its prey towards itself and expands its weird balloon mouth to engulf the paramecium. I was wondering how if they just spin in circles, I'm like, how could it even catch up to a prey item? They figured that out. Yeah. Poison darts. It's like in Mortal Kombat with the uh what does Scorpion have? His like weird shovel thing on a <laughs> chain. <laughs> He's like, get over here. Such a scary life. Like if you shrink your sides down mentally to like what it eats and you saw this weird spinny ball of hair rings. The magic school bus did not do what it could have. It could have gone (laughs) a lot, a lot crazier. A lot darker. Yeah. Any of the ones we've done this month. For real. Like any of those, I would be absolutely terrified to run into. Yeah. When they say carnivore, they mean it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they have dar- poison darts that shoot at you They're and then drag you in. Not dart. No. And it's attached. So like, Ooh. you're just being fished. Uh-huh. Dragging into like a weird open balloon thing. Yeah. And you just get engulfed. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's how they eat. (laughs) Um, The other fun fact I have about them is if no paramecium are present, the didinium can insist itself for up to 10 years until food is replenished. Wow. So did we talk about anything else that could insist itself? Oh, the insist me. Like just kind of dry up up and be alive. So we talked about the tardigrades turned into like a little circle. Yeah. And just dry. So apparently being a microorganism is fine. If you have literally nothing to live on. Yeah. For 10 years. 10 years. So there could be dried up didiniums just waiting everywhere. To poison dart somebody. Just knowing that that happens makes me feel like it would hurt if I ever saw. Like, you can't even see these things, Uh -uh. but you know they have poison darts that they're shooting Uh and reeling you back in. Uh Uh-huh. I love this month. I did not <laughs> think it was going to be this cool. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was going to be very boring. Yeah. Like super science. Yeah. But man, these animals are crazy. So crazy. Yeah. I'm also really excited for what's coming up to. We're going to have May flowers because April showers bring May flowers. Um, and as we were doing research for this, we came up with some gnarly plants. <laughs> Um, think <laughs> carnivorous plants as well because it's the ocean. Let's just make it insane. So yeah. we've got some pretty ones. We have some crazy ones. We have some dark Venus flytrappy ones that nobody thinks about, but yeah. they're there. A lot of them are aggressive. Which, when I think plant, I don't think aggressive. No, it's a plant at all. Right. Yep. But not these ones. Stay not tuned. These ones. <laughs> May is gonna be fun. <laughs> You all know how much we love sharks. We also love protecting them. And a big way to do that is to make sure we are shopping for shark tooth jewelry responsibly. 
We've learned a lot about this on our podcast and Silver Finco is the perfect jewelry maker for all your shark jewelry needs and wants. All teeth at Silver Finco are ethically and responsibly sourced by Val, scuba shark tooth finder extraordinaire. Her pieces are absolutely perfect for everyday wear and she has many different styles to choose from. She takes the badassness of a shark tooth and creates beautiful feminine necklaces, bracelets, anklets, rings, and earrings to go with everything and are even fully swimmable so you can add a little extra style to your water woman life. Use code MERMAID10 at silverfinco.squarespace.com and check her out on Instagram at silverfinco to keep in the know about all the newest styles. You can also just follow me because you can be damn sure I'll be wearing her stuff all the time. Thanks so much for diving in with us today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Save the Mermaids Podcast. Visit our website at www.mermaidconservation.com for all the podcast merch and our eco-friendly favorites. And don't forget to join our Facebook community, Save the Mermaids Podcast Community. This is where we will post our monthly meetups, share our favorite underwater adventures, and connect with like-minded ocean lovers all over the world. Until next time, mermaids! Thank you.